1: Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Make Money Make Sense. I'm your host, Dante Belmonte, joined by this week's guest, CJ Underwood. CJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. So this is going to be a fun episode. For the audience, a little bit of background on CJ. CJ, I'll have you give your own background. But uh, CJ and I met a few years back. Um, He wanted to start investing in Syracuse. And CJ has been a phenomenal client of mine, a great referral source for some of my business as well. And we'll get into all that, what that looks like, what your portfolio looks like, what you're doing, and even talk about some recent deals. But greatly appreciate your time coming on after the holidays here. We're recording at the end of December. And uh, with that, CJ, go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience.
0: Sure. Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I, um, got started, um, with the real estate bug probably back towards like 2016, 17 ish. Um, Vinny, who, you now know, um, actually kind of got me started. Um, he got started a little bit before me down in Long Island investing. Um, we knew each other from just playing Xbox, growing up together, kind of that way. Um, And he got started, did some killer bird deals on Long Island. It was a perfect time leading up to 2017, 2018, 2019, when rates were dropping. Um, Just made an absolute killing down there. So um, I saw that happening, and I wanted to kind of join the train. (laughs) Um, So uh, how we actually got started was um, my wife and I were looking for a house, and we were looking for a duplex at first. We walked a few Um, but we ended up wanting to get a single family house. Um, so we actually bought essentially a crappy house in a good neighborhood. Um, and we've done a live in flip. Um, we're still there. Um, it's pretty much done at this point. We're just kind of, as you know, trying to get back to the Syracuse area. We live in Rochester currently. Um, but with the way the market is, we're just trying to, you know, get a good deal still, but
1: yeah, um, you're being smart about it.
0: Yeah, so we're not trying to rush anything. We don't need to move. Um, All of our investment properties are in Syracuse. It'd be nice to be closer, Um, but we still make the trip out every once in a while to obviously work on the properties and do all that. But um, so yeah, the journey got started really with a live and flip. Um, And then um, once I got a hold of you, um, Syracuse just made sense because we planned to move back to that area. Um, So we figured we would start putting our money back to Syracuse. Um, And we've bought um, 18 units over last almost exactly two years Um and hopefully you're going to still keep growing.
1: Yeah. No, I, I love that. And touching on the beginning of that, you know, your buddy Vinny that got you in, who Vinny has bought some deals from me now. Um The funny thing with you guys is I didn't know how you guys met and you mm-hmm. told me like a few months ago and I thought it was hilarious that you guys met playing call of duty on yep. xbox like years ago and you know i i'm big i was a big xbox guy but obviously life happens you know job kids all that you stop playing but the fact that you guys stayed in contact for so long is awesome and you said the first time you guys actually met was at your wedding correct in person correct yeah, yeah so I,
0: I probably knew him we probably met maybe i'm 29 so probably 2009 2010 ninth or 10th grade we probably met playing um That's
1: hilarious stayed
0: in contact and obviously we stopped playing through college as much we'd get on right. every once in a while but we just kept contact um and then yeah when the first time we met you know whatever almost 10 years later i asked my wife I'm like hey there's this guy um she knew who he was um but I'm like hey he's been a friend for 10 years we so had to invite him um and she's like okay i trust you And it's kind of weird but
1: yeah <laughs> but- no I I think that's great. And Vinny, he's a great dude. We'll have to have him on one of these days. And he's bought a few deals here in Syracuse that he's been doing well with. And we could chat about that. But just hilarious how you just randomly met this guy in an Xbox lobby, became friends. And now you guys are doing real estate together. And uh, I think that's awesome. So but yeah, the the start of your journey, um, really, how did we meet? Where did you find me?
0: Yeah, so that was when I was on, you know, like every, like almost everybody else, the bigger pockets grind. Um, yep. so just listening to, you know, I listened to episodes 100 through 500, every single one, um, and probably a couple more scattered throughout there. Um, but um, you know, everyone's like, oh, go on the forums. I found a great agent on the forums, you know, whatever. So, um, the first time I reached out was actually through the forums. I went on and looked at for an agent on Syracuse. You popped up young guy. I figured, you know, you're probably a little more relevant than some older guy. Um, So I was like, Hey, I'll reach out to this guy and see what happens. And we just had a good chat, um, told you the situation, what we're looking to do. And it was, you know, you treated us good from day one. So, I mean, we're still here. So.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Appreciate you guys. You guys have been awesome. And for the audience, CJ and Vinny are on a very short list. Um, I work with hundreds of clients, but they're on a very short list that when I get a property, It goes to them. Typically, they get first dibs, they get first look at it. And that's not just because I like them. I do. But that's also because um, they have bought stuff from me before They're repeat clients. They've shown me that they can close, um, that they know what they're doing, and they're very easy to work with. And they understand what they're doing, which is huge versus some other guys. I get messages all the time like, hey, you know, Facebook messages, some of your off-market deals. I'm like, well, what do you want? Where are you from? Do you have any money? Have you done this before? There's lots of questions, and you guys have proven your value, you know, above and beyond. But uh, l- let's talk about the building of your portfolio. Um, you know how we you acquired some of that, what you did for financing or you know purchasing power, um, and how they're looking today. So we'll, we'll start right in the beginning. Um, what yep. was the first property or properties that you bought?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I count the house we live in as a property, but that's kind of a little more boring. So I won't really go over that. I'll give you quick numbers on that. So we bought it. Um, We actually closed in March of 2020 on our primary house we live in now. Um, So, you know, middle of COVID, no one knows what's going on. Um, The day we actually closed, um, we were out to dinner celebrating quick. um, And my wife's a teacher and she got a call that school was closed the next day because-
1: What day was this? Do you know?
0: February 13th. It was Friday the 13th in March.
1: March. Uh, Okay. So the reason why I asked this is because I got married on March 14th. So my mother-in-law, who's a teacher, got that same call. So that was like the day the world shut down kind of thing. But keep going. Sorry.
0: Friday the 13th. Yeah. So um, but all was good. We were actually the backup offer. Um, The first people got the inspection, didn't like it. Um, I wasn't really too scared of it. It was a couple little things, but they were, you know, the mark was a little bit different back then. Um, so we proceeded and we haven't had really any issues. We've renovated almost the whole house by ourselves, which has been huge in our journey because I've been pretty hands-on with the rental portfolio. Yep. Um, so we got that, great. You know, It's probably doubled in value if not more by now when we go to sell, which is gonna be perfect when we go to move up. Um, but then getting into the more um, just investment side. So I actually um, had a family member who passed away and left me a house in Florida um and this is 2022 late 2021 um so still had a mortgage on it but you know regardless stuff down there was just going crazy off the shelves um so unfortunately after dealing with all that um sold the house so we had extra money um we already had enough money to probably
1: put well i remember you called me when we first chatted you're like hey i got this house we're gonna sell it And we just stayed in touch throughout that process. You're like, hey, it's listed. Hey, we accepted an offer. Then you called me. Hey, it closed. I got the cash. Let's do this kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I mean, I was already, I've done so much research prior to that happening. So, I mean, I was, I was so ready to go and, you know, I was already, I understood how to run numbers. Sure. I hadn't done it yet, but, um, you know, I was, I've listened to it all. You're
1: You're getting everything in place.
0: Yeah. I ran the numbers. I read the books. I, you know, I did it all. So. Um, So that happened. So we actually bought, um, you got two properties for me side by side, good area. Um, But with the way the market was, we bought those cash because I had it. Um, So that was great. Get my foot in the door. Two great properties. Good spot. Um, Good deal, even so. Um, And then so that was January of twenty twenty two. February of 2022 we got the other two on the same street down in Strathmore area. Yep. Um and that I bought a little more with my own money. I had some leftover money from the house but um we had money saved up cuz we were ready to go anyway. Um so we got four right off the bat within, you know, 45 days of each other which
1: was great. Yeah. Um, and it's, I believe it's a good start
0: I believe both of those were on the MLS. I mean, I know you knew the seller of the Avery properties, but...
1: Yeah, so the first two was a client that I worked with a lot off-market. He already had, before I came in the real estate scene, he's been doing it for a while, he had a pre-existing relationship with this agent he had. The properties got listed, I called him up, I was like, hey, you know, I'm not going through your agent, I'm just gonna go through you, here's the offer. And we were competing with another offer, but because you came in with some cash, um, that was very attractive. You know, fast forward to today, that seller no longer works with his agent. He actually fired that individual and he works with me on everything now. And the funny thing is that agent also has me sell their own real estate property. So it's just kind of funny how that works.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, done. got those two
1: deals. Those were two really good deals. Great area, great basis, and right next door to each other.
0: Yeah, great start. So I mean, the two were obviously paid in cash, so no mortgage on those. But the next two, um, I got a three and a quarter rate, which I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Um. So I mean, those obviously I still have those. They're just kind of self-sustaining. I keep care of them, and tenants are good, and you know, life is good with those.
1: No turnover in those two, correct? It's just all the same tenants.
0: Same tenants. I had one of that's them was awesome. a vacant unit. Um, uh, that's right. Yep. So I I I, I place a girl quick. She's a nurse. No nope, no problems. It was great. No, it's it, those have been great properties.
1: Good. Good. Okay. Um, What's next? So you, we, we had the two side-by-side, side, the two on the same street. Then what did you purchase next?
0: Yeah. So next was essentially, you know, everyone runs into it where you kind of run out of money at some point. You know, I had yep. money in reserves, but I don't want to go to zero, obviously. Of course. Um, so next we found that property um, on West Tennessee street yep. um, and they were willing to hold a second on the mortgage, which was great. So, um, so the purchase price, and I've, I've got no problem sharing numbers. So the purchase price was three hundred, um, which is fair. For um, a four and, unit in a good area,
1: close yep. to two of your other properties.
0: Yeah. So we got a commercial mortgage for 20% down, um, which leaves the, the mortgage of 240000 Um, The seller was willing to carry 15% of the remaining, which is 45000 um, over three years interest only, um, which I was comfortable with. I had two paid off properties, so I could always tap into that. And yep. they, this property cash flowed well. So even if I don't touch it, I could probably pay that note off in three years just with the cash flow from this property.
1: So real quick, I want to touch on this for the listeners that don't understand. This wasn't a loan in your personal name because the lender would never allow you to take a, have a second lien on the property. This was a local credit union commercial loan, and they were allowing a second lien position. So they had first lien position in the uh, the, the sense of a foreclosure. Then the uh, second lien position was the seller who essentially is acting as a second bank on the property. And then you put essentially 5% down to have a little bit of skin in the game. So this allowed the seller to get their price, but you to get some more favorable terms and money out of pocket, which is huge for a a very nice four unit.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I mean, I was able to get four more units. I looked at my closing disclosure or closing statement. Um, It was $17,000 out of pocket to close. That's awesome. Which I mean, you can't beat that.
1: No, you can't.
0: Um, so that, then that's been good. Um, not many problems there. I just had some roof work done, but that's minimal. Something was flapping. That's not a big deal. Um, so it was great. Um, I was under 6% interest rate still, um, 5.9, I think, which is, which is great. Um, and then that seller note for three years, so I've got two more years on that, which I'll, I'll, there's no reason to pay it off early. So I'll just pay it off when that comes.
1: Right. Exactly. Which is awesome. So yeah, you're starting to build a good portfolio. You have the two, the two, duplexes. So that's what four, four, eight plus another four that puts you at 12, I believe um, is the math on that. And then uh, what was next? So what were you building in the portfolio? So now you're starting to move with some momentum. You're starting to get some good units under your belt.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so that was all year one. So that was uh, two closings in January, two closings in February and then the four unit in October. and then next, we found a property around around this time last year, mm-hmm. um, which was the Valley four-unit, um, yeah. which was, again, I think that was off. Was that on market?
1: Yeah, so that was off market. So that was a seller that I, I think I've done four or five transactions with. And she called me and she's like, hey, I'm, I'm ready to get rid of this one, the one that she was actually living in. And again, you know, properties that I have off market, they go to the short list first. And so, you know, Vinny and I, you know, you, me and Vinny, we all have a group chat and I popped it in there and I said, hey, great four unit at a pretty attractive basis. Uh, You know, let me know what you guys think, run your numbers on it and I'll let you take it from there.
0: Yeah. So I asked, um, my wife's family's from that area. Um, so I, I shot them the address. Hey, what do you guys think about this area? I'm not the most familiar, but like, what do you think? It looks, looks decent. You know, should I look at it? And they said, yeah, it's, it's not a bad area. You know, take a look and at least, you know, see what you think. Um, so it was great. I think we talked her down, you know, 10, maybe 15 grand ish.
1: Yeah. I think she was at two forty. We got her down. You, you did an inspection He said, yeah. Hey, I found X, Y, Z. Uh, We work our way down to like two thirty. And, you know, I just I told her, I said, hey, this is a guy I've done a lot of business with. He's legit. He's not, you know, pulling your chain. If we can get to this number, we can do a deal, uh, you know, quietly off market and you don't have to bother all the tenants and everything.
0: Yeah. So it was great. Yeah. I mean, when I did the walkthrough, um, so the seller actually lived. She was house hacking it. Um, so when I did the walkthrough, um, I just met her there. She took me through. She pretended like I'm some handyman or inspector. I forget what she was pretty handy
1: now after all these properties. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) I forget what story she was selling, but, um, got to see all the units. They were all pretty much the same layout, which is great. Um, everything was pretty clean. Tenants were pretty clean. Um, building was in decent shape. Um, it's older, like most buildings in the Northeast, but it just is what it is. Um. And we got it at a great price, like you said, two thirty. Um, and I've been, I've had two turnovers there, um, and I've got both of those leased up for eleven hundred each. So I mean, you know, gross rents in a, on a perfect day are probably forty four hundred for the building. I mean, so you're almost you know double what the purchase price is, which is which is great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so that's it, been a great. That one has too.
1: garages behind it, correct?
0: Yeah, each unit has its own garage, and it's okay. got a pretty big parking parking space anyway.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a large building. Um, I don't know. I think it's like two, two beds, two, one beds or something like that. I don't remember all all two beds. Yeah. All two beds. Okay. Even better. So it's a, it's a good size building. Um, it's a nice little corridor, a nice little area. If you start going North more, it starts to get a little bit rougher, but in this area and South also you start to get into like the Nedro area, great spot. So I think that was a great deal for you. And I know that one's doing well for you.
0: Yeah, that's been great. I actually have some furnace work going on there today, but, um, other than that i mean the, the furnaces were from the 80s so i mean yeah. we kind of plan for that it just is what it is so right thankfully the winter has been warm so it's not like below you know 20 below which is which is good so
1: yeah that's good so now we're at 16 units what was next yeah. one
0: so the next one we actually closed on Last Friday? Two Fridays ago.
1: Two Fridays ago. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. So this one's over in Eastwood. Um, great location. It's the only duplex on the street. Everything else is single family home. Bang
1: and deal, by the way. Bang Killer and
0: deal. Killer deal. <laughs> Killer deal. Um so bought it for 125. Um, seller wanted, I think originally 150, did the inspection, a lot of neglect to the building, which is fine.
1: Um well, well this building, so this I cold called this lady. So I was cold calling. And she was like, yeah, I'd be interested in selling. I, I don't even live in Syracuse anymore. I haven't been in the building in you know 10 years or something like that. She had a property manager on it. She didn't even know one of the units was vacant, which how you don't know that I don't understand because there's no income coming in. So that unit was just vacant. And then there was just one lady in the downstairs unit paying like half of market rent. Right. Um, and I know you were trying to tap into that Eastwood market because in my opinion, Eastwood is one of the best, if not. The best rental market in Syracuse, that and Tip Hill, really. Yep. And uh, so I, you know, I brought that deal to you. Do you remember what our original contract price was on that?
0: Um, I think we got her down forty-one fifty to one forty. Yeah, um, to start, got the inspection and took like fifteen off ish. I think.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's um, just a lot of deferred maintenance to the property that because yep. she hasn't been there and she had a property manager that didn't really do much to the property.
0: Right, which is you know, which is great for me because um, yep. I can come in, have guys fix up the stuff quick. I've been out there fixing up stuff. I mean, day one, I think closing was at two o'clock. I had guys there at two thirty cutting down trees in the front. I mean, you couldn't even <laughs> see the house. Right. Um, so the landscaping's already taken care of the trees are cut back bushes are cut back so it's already the curb appeal is already I've gotten two compliments from the next door neighbor and across the street of you know you know thanks for doing that thanks for fixing it up
1: well yeah because that street it's mostly single families you're one All of the very families. few duplexes which is huge you're right by the main drag there and what was your your appraisal would your appraisal come in versus your purchase price this is the best part
0: Yeah, so we we bought it closed for 125 and it appraised, you know, during the buying process for 165. So 40 grand in equity, you know, day one, which is a little more than what I had to come out of pocket to buy it. So essentially, you know, that's great.
1: Yeah, day one, you're walking into a huge upside equity position. You've been putting money into it. You're going to get the rents up, you're going to get that upper unit rented. And, you know, I sold a duplex. Uh, two blocks over for 240000 this year. I sold another one that was in much worse condition and needed a lot of love, a little bit of a more prime street in Eastwood, but for 170000 So, you know, you do those repairs, you get those rents up, that thing's going to be worth close to two hundred all day, which is great.
0: Right. Yeah. And I've, you know, I still play with the strategy of what's, you know, what's the end goal. Do I ever want to sell? Do I want to size up? You know, so that that's still... You know, we're still playing with what we want to do to move the pieces around to get where I want to be. But um, as of right now, I don't plan on selling anything. Maybe I right. refinance if rates came down to pull some cash out. But um, yeah, as of right now, so we've got 18 units, um, all cash flowing and life is good. We've got only one vacant unit, which is the building we just bought, which uh, right. that guy's working on it. So that should be hopefully rented by, I don't know, I got a whole bathroom to do. So probably hopefully February 1st um, and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And you, you do have a lot of equity in a lot of spots because one, you're getting cash flow each month, which yes, I know you're investing back into these properties as you should to improve yeah. them, improve the value, the income. But also you have one property that you own outright. You have this last property you bought that technically is very low leverage on a LTV standpoint because the actual value is 165. And yeah. what what's your loan amount on that? Do you know?
0: A uh, hundred
1: 100 okay so yeah. 100,000 divided by you know 160 you're 62% ltv right now so yep. if let's say you that value of the property did not go up at all you did an 80% ltv loan that's $132,000 loan amount, so you immediately could pull out 32 grand worth of equity there as well. And that's if it doesn't appraise for more, which it probably would. So right. you're you're in a really good equity cash position. You're not over-leveraged on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, you have high leverage on that four unit, but that's fine because it balances out the rest of the portfolio with some of this you know paid off and paid down property. So I, I love that. I think you're in a really good position. Um what what's next for you what does next year look like what are kind of some goals that you have for yourself and for the properties in the portfolio
0: yeah so that's been changing a little bit so um obviously as you know we're expecting um our first child which is any day now yeah thank you um the due date is january 8th you know today's december 29th so we're you know any day we're good to go so um acquisition wise i mean the first half of the year will probably be minimal if any um just you know, trying to adjust to new life, which is, which is fine. That's great. I I have no problem with that. Um, and then maybe the end of the year, I'd like to, you know, my goal long-term is to be 50 to 60 units ish, I think would be a good spot to be. Um, and if I could do that by the time I'm 40, which is 11 years, you know, that's about four units a year. Um, which I think is, you know, when you break it down like that, it's very achievable, especially we don't, a big thing about us and our portfolio is we don't touch any of our rental income. Uh, We live on our W-2s. If we go on vacation to W-2, our our W-2 pays for it. If our car payments, you know, everything is our W-2s, except, you know, we'll we'll take money from our W-2 into the real estate, but we won't do it, you know, the other way. It's only a a one-way street right now. So.
1: And we didn't even touch on that. What are you doing right now full-time for work? I know you said your wife, she's a teacher, but what are you doing?
0: Yeah, so I work in IT. So we do, I work for a small company out of uh, Jasper, Indiana. We do IT consulting. Um, so most people recognize universities broken down in like the D1, D2, D3 space. Um, they also have uh, designations for research. Um, so R1, R2 universities, they just have, you know, good research programs for whatever they do. Um, and the universities that are in that space, we only focus. Um, so we only, our only customers are those research universities. Um, and when they do any networking upgrades for Wi-Fi or you know switches, routers, firewalls, network infrastructure, you know, architecture stuff, our company comes in and we help design and implement and kind of run the project for them and alongside of them. Um, so I don't know if I'm really allowed to say what customers we have, but we're just some big universities. Um, if they're doing Wi-Fi, we do it. Um, it's we've got a pretty big name in the space, which is great. So we've got a ton of work in the pipeline, um, which is great. Work and the company's great too. Everyone I work with is awesome. Small company vibes, which is perfect. Work from home, which is awesome, yeah. um, and minimal travel. I mean, if I if I have any travel, it's going to the university, so I'll fly once a month maybe. Um, right, but, but you know, other than that, I'm home on the weekends. I can go to Syracuse or you know, home with the family, which is which is great. So it's a, it's been a great job.
1: Yeah, it's great. And it it seems like it's well positioned for what you want to do with real estate. It has that flexibility and freedom, which is awesome. With living out in Rochester right now, I know you're trying to make your way over to Syracuse, but having your whole portfolio here in Syracuse, what does management day to day look like for you? Are you coming out here a lot? Do you have guys out here? What does that look like? Because I'm sure people are listening and saying, hey, you're an hour away from all your properties. How are you pulling that off?
0: Yeah. So originally, I mean, like everyone, like you hear on all the podcasts and everywhere else and you got to build a team. So, I mean, I had you, which is great, but I mean, you're not going to go over and swap a light bulb for me. Or... And I,
1: I ain't <laughs> un- unclogging any toilets for you at 2 a.m., I promise.
0: <laughs> no. So um, that's probably one of the hardest things to, to get is a good, trustworthy team, but also affordable. I mean, you can use some of the bigger companies, but I mean, they charge an arm and a leg, which, which right. is great in a pinch, but you can't, you, you got to find someone you can rely on more regularly. Um, So I self-manage everything. Um, I'm also still involved with, I'll do lease signings. It's all digital, I use DocuSign. Um, I usually will do the walkthroughs for um, uh, when they're moving in to make sure there's no damage, check off on all that. Um, I'll have my mother-in-law do some showings for me um, because she works at SU. So she's usually right around the corner. I'll try to coordinate with her schedule. my wife's father um, was a drywall guy for forever. So he's very handy. He's helped me out a bunch with, you know, patching holes and hanging doors and painting and stuff like that. Nice. Um, I've I've got one main handy guy I use um, who's been a great asset. He does my plowing and my lawn cutting and stuff too, which is perfect. Um, and I just found another um, group of guys who have been helping me out with this uh, most recent acquisition. Um, he's, there's been three guys, so it's more than just me and my handyman I usually use. Um, so it's been making stuff go a lot faster. I mean, they they were patching and painting. And it, I think the unit was painted and ready to go paint-wise after a week, which usually, you know, yeah, my, my other handyman I use, he's got, you know, decks he's building. And he's got all sorts of stuff going on. He's a busy guy. So right. I only get them here and there. But these guys have been, you know, 30 hours last week probably working. So, which is great. Uh, that's such a big help.
1: Yeah, that that is awesome. And it, you're making things work really well while well, you're not here yet. And I know, you know, self-managing, you're at that point where, yeah, you could hire on a manager, but they're going to be taking 8%, 10% of rents each month right. annually, which adds up when you're talking that many units. But um, you're making it work. You're doing a great job and um, really enjoy working with you. Enjoy the friendship that we've been able to build. I'm excited for you to get out this way. So hopefully we can do some more stuff together and and whatnot. So. Yeah, I mean, this has been awesome, CJ. I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate your time. Um, Anything you want to share with the audience, any advice for someone that's looking to get started in the space or really doing what you're doing?
0: Yeah, I think just, um, I mean, education is important. I mean, I know a lot of people say the whole analysis paralysis thing, which is a thing. I I do believe people get stuck just because they're scared to make the first step. But I think a lot of that has to do with not having somebody that you personally know doing it. Um, you know, it's easy to, you know, come on here and listen to people on the podcast doing it and, you know, great, you know, great for us. We're doing it, but until you, it's, it's very helpful if you see someone in your personal life doing it. Um, you know, that was Vinny for me, um, and his, you know, stepdad, um, Mike as well. I mean, he's, he's killing it too. He's got a bagel shop. He's got all sorts of real estate down on Long Island too. So shout out to those guys. Um, I mean, they just, you know, help me get started, which is awesome. Um, so if you can find someone in your network, I mean, you've got to know somebody or your parents know somebody or you got to be somewhat close to someone in the space and just reach out and ask for, you know, ask for some help um, and just get started. It's 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 been great. So
1: awesome. Well, very good, CJ. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. And we'll be chatting with you soon.
0: Of course. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening. We hope you were able to take some value away from today's episode. For more information or to connect with Dante, visit VictoryCapGroup.com. See you next week.